All right, welcome back to another episode of Fog Dog and Baston. Another very, very exciting episode coming at you today from Drake University. Uh, I can't wait for this one. We're going to be speaking to our good friend, famous running track and field fan, Derek Rubis. Uh, He's become a bit of a household name, really, I would say, in the NCAA. Um, And I can't wait to hear from him and kind of hear a bit about his story, I guess, with running and how he became involved in it. What about you, Bastin? Yeah, I really am excited to hear from him. Um, so many people have so many different perspectives on running and his is definitely one that's worth valuing because he knows so much about the sport and he's studied it for such a long time. I'm excited to hear about his life, how he became famous and what makes him the way he is. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm definitely really looking forward to this one. I think as you were saying, Bastin, it will be interesting to kind of hear a different perspective on kind of running and track and field and how he got involved in the sport. Um, for anyone who might not have heard of him, he's a huge running fan. He he works really hard himself. He's He's got a few races coming up, I think. Um, and yeah, it's always just a good move to kind of get a few different perspectives on, on running, I guess, and hear... hear a few different stories. So uh, really looking forward to this one. Uh, hopefully you are too, uh, whatever platform you're listening on. Well, it's either YouTube or Spotify. One day we'll get to the other platforms. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, here we go. We're speaking with the man, the myth, the legend, Derek Rubis. Let's welcome on the guy with the best hair on the internet. We are here with guest Derek Rubis. First of all, we got to hear your intro. What are you doing right now? What's going on in your life? Uh, Nothing much, just training. I had 13 miler this morning and training for, uh, I've got a couple of races in February up at NAU. Nice. Very nice. So, um, yeah, talking about your training, um, what, what are these races you've got kind of coming up and what, what did your, I think you had a midweek long run this morning. What did that kind of look like? How many miles are you running a week at the moment? And you mentioned briefly, uh, just before off camera that the weather is pretty nice for training right now, uh, where you are in Arizona. So talk us through that. It's about 60 degrees here, which is nice. Yeah. Just training for, uh, there's a meet on the 4th and 5th of February up in NAU and then one on the 18th that I'm going to register for. So, yeah. Lovely. Cool. Um, I think a lot of our listeners uh, don't really follow the races that much. So what what's your favorite distance? What are you most confident in? And what are your kind of goal times coming up? Um, I love 3 and 5K indoors. Yeah. Uh, I know the tactics better in the 3K, but I love the 5K better. Oh. And then outdoors, I'm a big steeple and 10K guy. Very nice. nice. So, so these meets at NAU, are they – we've never been to NAU. Uh, I don't know if, Bastin, you might have been it's to fast. Arizona. I've been to yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good facilities, are they? Uh, yeah, it's the NAU Dome. It's uh, where they also do basketball games and they have their football uh, football there. So, yeah. Nice. Is this uh, a, yeah. Sorry, is it a 200 flat track, 200 bank? It's uh, 300. 300. Oh, it is? Oh, wow. I, I didn't know yeah. that. That's pretty yeah, nice, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and, and you can really – my first race there, I could really feel uh, the altitude with, like uh, – 
three laps left to go. And that was like, <laughs> I'm going to push it. And then it's like, nope, I can't push it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for, for people who might not uh, know you quite as much or might not know exactly where you are in the States, um, you're in, I think, Santan Valley. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you, are you, do you live at altitude or is that lower down? And then you have no, to drive no, no. up. We're about 45 minutes, an hour away from Phoenix. Okay. Nice. So you train low and then you go yeah. up to Flagstaff for, for the races. Um, no, that's cool. That's very <laughs> exciting stuff. So to um, take it back a bit, I guess, uh, you're obviously a pretty well-known name in the NCAA. Are you foam rolling right now? Why? No, fo- no, no, no. Oh, right. <laughs> thought you might have been. Just laying down. <laughs> nice, nice. Just getting comfy. I thought you might have been doing a bit of rolling, you know, got to get yeah. that recovery in. But um, <laughs> so now you're a pretty well-known name in the NCAA. When when did you kind of first get into running? What's, what's your background with the sport and why why running? Um, I started in sixth grade because we had the, uh, in sixth grade, we had the sixth grade run in where I'm from is Waukesha, Wisconsin. And then um, I couldn't, I went to the doctors and they said, don't do contact sports because I, and they had one, this is going to sound gross, one testicle removed. And that's why they say I couldn't do contact sports. And they found out later in high school that cross country is a contact sport. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely can be. Yes. And then I helped co- when I, I was going to go to university of Stevens point, but um, I couldn't, I, I didn't get in and it's, it's a blessing and a curse in a way because uh, the fact that, they at that time had a cap of how many guys they could have on the team, which is 24 guys. And they could okay. have as many women as they wanted. So I wow. coached for four years while I was still racing at a rival high school and went when I was in that college. And then I raced, raced and coached for 10 to 11 years at a D3 college called uh, Carroll University in Waukesha. Yeah. in wisconsin nice yeah cool very nice so um in college you yeah. you ran did you run for four years uh with we have a, t- a 10 uh, semester rule oh, and i only cool. do track for two semesters and cross for one semester yeah cool yeah and you were saying you kind of got into the coaching side of things um yeah yeah, how how did that all kind of come about? And like while you were coaching, were, were you saying they let you race as well? Uh, did you have to race yeah, unattached? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was at coaching at Carroll University, the head coach was uh, assist volunteer assistant coach when I was in high school. So oh I, right, nice. Like, so I'm known for over 25 years. Yeah. Um, that was easy for me. And then uh, I was able to race cross uh, cross and track and, and with this group called uh, uh, Greater Milwaukee Track Club. And how we made our money to get to meets is we worked at concession stands at the Brewer Games. 
So we get 10% of whatever we make, and then we get 15% on holidays. So we loved we loved Cubs games because it paid for three of our three of our meets. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's an awesome story. And um I think I don't know how much you know this, but you've really become a household name for really the entire NCAA. (laughs) And so really and 13 different countries. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Mr. Worldwide. And so me and Fog and I'm sure everybody else are wondering, because our coach said himself that back when he was in college, you were a household name then. So we're wondering, when did this happen for you? How did this happen for you? Was it a long process? And just like, tell us about that. Um, I just, uh, when Facebook first came out, I started, I started following it more and, uh, started following different guys and, and whatnot. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I met both through Facebook and then whatnot. So yeah. Yeah. And, um, on a potentially like slightly more deeper level, I guess, um, you mentioned to me about like mental health and obviously with running, it's such a kind of, it's a sport where it can be great for your mental health and it's a sport where it can be terrible for your mental health. Um, I guess kind of depending on, you know, time of year, how your training's going, what races you've got coming up, just everything. There's so many factors involved. So um, for, for us, uh, I, I think it might be interesting to hear a little bit about your story kind of with, your mental health. I know you mentioned to me um, that you you have kind of in the past uh, and maybe in the present had a few kind of ups and downs with it. Does running kind of help with your mental health? Is it kind of something where you can go out and run? It's a, it's a double it's a double edged sword because uh, it all started with uh, in 2012. Uh, guys were. At, before 2012, people were asking if I was going to go to the Olympic trials. And I said, I, I was probably not because I didn't have the money to go and whatnot. And they, uh, they paid for, uh, paid for me to go and whatnot. And wow. uh, I met at that time, I was a big Alberto Salvador fan. <laughs> and he, he, I met the guy and he's, he just looked at me and said, you're not a distance runner. You don't look like a distance runner. You need to lose weight. And that's where it all started. I didn't know it started spiraling until like 2018 when I was starting to uh, go every day on the, uh, on a scale. And if I was 130 or above, I would stop eating or not eat at all. And then, if, and, and then, if I was in the 120s, I'd eat everything in sight, and then, then it turned into, uh, oh, I'm eating too much. I might be going back to the 130s. So mine's more of the body weight instead of the anorexia and bulimia. I also have a little bit of depression, thoughts of suicide, and, and uh, self-esteem issues as well. Yeah, that's pretty pretty, like, I guess hard to hear probably for, for a lot of people out there. I mean, a lot of people are probably going through similar sort of stuff. And I think running is in general, a great sport where, you know, you've got so many people who are on your side, they're with you um, and they really genuinely care about you. So it's great to, you know, have you on here and be able to kind of have these. I wanted, I wanted, 
I wanted to get it out because you only hear it from the women's standpoint. You don't hear it from the men. No, so definitely. And the more times I can get it out, out the more times they're going to say, okay, it's a human issue, not just a woman's yeah. issue. And it's interesting as well with the Salazar thing. I mean, we've all heard about, you know, what, what he's been involved with and everything like that. So, I mean, honestly, when you mentioned Salazar, I kind of thought it was cool that you got to meet him, but obviously it didn't quite work out um, in the way you might have hoped. I think this, I think that's a very valuable point, just everything you guys have been discussing. And I, there's probably some people that are young listening to this podcast that are dealing with the same stuff that you did. So if you could just give any piece of advice to anyone going through any of this sort of stuff, what would you say? Uh, just, uh, work on yourself and, uh, don't care what anybody else has to say about things. Uh, if, if, if it's online or other sports or whatnot, just do you. Yeah, no. And I think you're, you're a pretty good example of that. Um, you, you know, you've got, a whole range of different tattoos you've got the you're rocking the bandana right now what's uh to kind of lighten it up a little bit on a slightly different note what is your you know favorite tattoo i know you've got a few you've got wes fly i believe uh yeah you'll, you'll have to get a fog dog as well you'll have to get a drake bulldog at some point um <laughs> speaking of drake i love the shirt you've got on right now yeah seriously. the drake shirt yep oh yeah what I just, I just got a new tattoo on Sunday. I saw it. Yeah, the Craig Angles, the Union. Yeah, can the we finger. go to the camera quick? There it is. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Did uh did Craig see that? Has he Yeah, yeah, he's he's seen it, he loves it and everything. Nice, very awesome. nice. That's good to hear. Speaking of uh those kind of people, um, you know, obviously as Baston said, you are kind of a bit, of, a bit of a like household name in the NCAA and even in professional running. Um, you know, you mentioned Derek Rubis uh, and people, almost everyone's heard of you. Um, and if they haven't, they should have done. Um, who have you met in the running world? And like, obviously you've probably met a lot of people, but who have you kind of run with? Uh, and of those people, who's kind of been, you know, your standout claim to fame, I guess you could say. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, his uh, Instagram post, but uh, la- no, not last year, but the- 2019, uh, Nick Willis was up in Flagstaff training, and he came up and watched me race. So that was like the greatest yeah. thing ever. Because I have sort of a connection with him because you, you my watched- sister-in-law, my sister-in-law is from New Zealand. Okay, nice. Her sister's husband was Nick Willis's gym teacher. Oh, wow. wow. Small yeah. world. Small world. Yeah. So like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon type thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. So yeah. you've met Nick Willis. Who's on your bucket list still of these famous athletes that you really want to meet? you got to say us. When I, when he was at, at Tulsa, uh, me and another friend went to, uh, to, uh, the cross country national championships. And the whole time I was talking about 
Chris O'Hare, Chris O'Hare, Chris O'Hare. And I'm like, I'm going to meet this, meet him, I'm going to meet him. He had bad, bad race and didn't want to see anybody. So that's the one guy that I was always dying, dying to meet is yeah. Chris O'Hare. Yeah. As well as out of fog and Isaac Bastard, right? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Of course, you gotta yeah. you gotta mention us in that. Um, He's still been my number one. I've met my my uh, distance running idol, uh, Gary Stein. Oh, you've stumped me with that. I don't even know who that is. Neither, neither do his, I. His his son used to run run for uh, CU Pueblo College, uh, okay. Tom Stein, and Gary oh, Stein was a professional distance runner for for the uk all right oh cool well i have got roots in the uk uh probably probably should have heard of him but um now now that chris o'hare is retired maybe you could uh hit him up for a run or something i think he is yeah. still based he's based in oklahoma isn't he he still lives in tulsa yeah. i think so yeah, yeah you'll have to get over for a run with him um as well just quickly so you said you were you're from Wisconsin. Um, yeah. How how did you end up in Arizona? What's kind of a little bit more of your story, if people don't know? Uh, uh, my parents moved uh, moved about like eight weeks before I did uh, because I in 2018 I wanted to stay around because the D1 Nationals were in Madison. Yeah. And the D3s were also in uh, in Oshkosh, which is a couple hours away. But yeah. I'm like, I'd rather go to the D1s over there. Yeah. So uh, I stayed at one of my uh, uh, my parents' friends' pl- uh, place in, in their basement for eight, eight weeks. I didn't have to pay rent or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, our only agreement was when she was down in Chicago because her daughter lives down there, that I had to take care of the dog. That was it. And I was supposed to move out to Oregon, Eugene. Wow. Yeah. Because I thought I had a job at that time, thought I had a job with uh, Nick Simmons' company. Rungum? Yeah. And I got, me and my dad drove from Wisconsin to, to Eugene, which was, kind of culture uh, and uh then uh we get there and then that monday they're like nope we don't have a job for you so it was either go back to wisconsin or go and come down here here and i'm like i don't i just i felt like i was a failure in eugene and i just left uh wisconsin and yeah. left and whatnot so i'm like i'm just gonna come down here and yeah. then, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy it down there, though. It looks like yeah, I mean the yeah, weather. Yeah. The weather is good. Um, do you have people you run with? Like, is it a pretty good area for running, or do you have um, to kind of solo run? We're like in the middle of nowhere, so I've not not run with a lot of people. Um, tomorrow I get to run. I'm, I'm running with a few people, like Willie Willie Fink and uh, Casey Combs. Wow. Oh, they, they were actually, yeah. 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 We, we raced them not too long ago. So that's, yeah. 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 That's they're, cool. they're in Scottsdale. And then I've gotten to run with, uh, Ari 
Claude? Uh, yeah. 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 I got to run with him. I've gotten to run with some professionals up in Flagstaff. Yeah. In fact, I was doing an 800 track workout and uh, my last, my last uh, rep, uh, Ellie Peary and uh, Colleen Quigley are like, we're going to jump in and be your, uh, your uh, rabbits for the last one. Nice. And I got my fastest time. I went from a 250 down to 240. Wow. It's crazy. That yeah. is nice. It's crazy what rabbits can do for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a special game prepared for you today. Okay. So I, I know it's early in the season, but you are the running super fan and you have the most knowledge in the sport out of anyone. So we want to know who your top three finishers at nationals are, your predictions Ooh. for the mile the 3k and the 5k the three and the five if he's running in i it's gonna be mario mario romo three and the five is he doing the three and the five or is he... i mean we don't know we don't that's, know either. that's your job yeah <laughs> he, he's oh, i can't see him not running the mile don't you don't you think he'll be in the mile you might want to avoid yard though oh you might want to avoid us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fought. I fought in my top three for the mile. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. If I finish top three, I'll be a happy man. I'll have yeah. to fend this guy off, though. Honestly, Rubis, we had a workout yesterday and uh, I held it together through the first few reps. And then the last couple, man, this guy, he's, he's a quick, quick guy. Uh, yeah, so 3K is probably gonna, Romo's gonna probably win. And I think it, it's the year of uh, Old Miss uh, Milers with their nine that are gonna be out there. So, yeah. 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 Nice. I think, yeah, it might be, you're gonna have to fend off the Old Miss Milers. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, we knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna be hard to beat. In um, in the five k, what do you think about Kip two? What what do you rate his chances of going back to back indoor five k? Uh, depending on if he doesn't get injured, I think he he'll have a good chance. Yeah, we're actually racing him this weekend. Yep. But I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have raced him. Um, yep. It's going to be me, Adam, Wesley. Or, it's sorry. going to be me, Adam, Wesley, Kip2, and Festus Legat. So, yeah. Oh, I love Festus. So that should be a great <laughs> show. Huge Festus fan. Uh, what's that? I'm a huge Festus Legat fan. Yeah, he's gone pro now. Um, but I guess he must still be based at Iowa State, like still training there. I mean, they've got good facilities, good groups to train with, so. With that, kid, yeah, I've, I've, I've actually yeah. I, I tried to get in the meet uh, on Iowa State's track for the Iowa State Classic, but they're like, no way. But then I did uh, a workout on there. Oh, you did? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did work on there and then came back to Carroll. And it's like, well, our track is uh, uh, really small. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, our track at Carroll is 150 meters and we have three lanes and the lane that's closest to the bleachers is 150 and the other two are uh, less than that. 
was it not banked then i assume just like it no. was it was it in the shape of a track like was it an oval yeah yeah we uh, ours is a 150 track yeah yeah because we we have kind of a similar sort of thing we've got a 220 meter square um so <laughs> it, it literally is a square it's got one lane you just follow the one line and yeah. um it's it's bends uh pretty sharp pretty it's got sharp. four of them yeah. so four four sharp bends makes a square essentially but it makes and repeats. And, and and for ours you have to uh, ours is two to four if we're if the sprinters and distances one used to track then same day two to four would have to be the uh, distances and then four to six would have to be the sprinters yeah so wow. we into each other yeah um so just quickly you mentioned you're probably going to do a few races at uh flagstaff in the coming kind of few weeks uh what what's after that for you like what what's kind of your main goal for 2022 what do you want to aim for um, this year there's uh, there's one race down uh, at university of arizona that i'm gonna do and then hopefully I can get into a couple meets at Grand Canyon University. Last year, I couldn't get in them because either my time was, my seat time was too slow or they said they had too many people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Um, we were wondering if you had, do you have any questions for us? No, not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, none. Um, no. Kind of an open yeah. Break, so. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But um, just on on like a different note. So obviously we've talked a bit about like your story and your running and everything like that. What what do you think? Uh, if you could kind of change one thing about the sport, I know this is kind of a pretty regular topic on podcasts. What what would you want to change? What would you do? There's a couple of things that the super shoes are one of them. You like them or hate them? I dislike them big time. Have you have you got them or you refuse? Uh, there's I had the Tin Man version uh, once. Is that I don't know, Adios I don't know. Pros? Are they the Boston or? Yeah, but the Boston Ten. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, I got those and uh, the spikes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just think. Uh, it's too much talk about the, the super shoes and not about people's performance and whatnot. Yeah. 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 No, so, that's fair enough. And yeah. then all the, all the different subscription sites that you have to do, get away from the paywalls. If you want more people out, out there want, wanting to watch the races, that have never watched them don't yeah. do a pay yeah i know i completely agree with that one it's sometimes ridiculous it is tricky though like i i do completely agree but like what is i i know i could get like knocked down for saying this but like what is the alternative to like flow track because i i do completely agree i think it's silly that you know you have to pay to watch what like a local high school meet or like a college meet you have to you know put in your credit card details and pay but if if they're not doing it i know Trackstar alfie from england they're always saying like it's silly but what is the alternative because like 
they're not streaming stuff. New gen aren't streaming stuff. It's like uh, Trials and Miles were streaming stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. Actually, and then for that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, but it's like what six races a year? It's like if they could get out to every meet, but how are they yeah. then going to make money? I guess yeah. you can have donations, but then yeah, well, maybe. But yeah, well, well, Sound Running this past season did the. Five ninety nine, and then all the money went to uh, prize money or prize money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah, you have made a couple of good points there. Actually, there are there are a couple of people, like a couple of brands, I guess, like Sound Running and Charles and Miles doing it. But I feel like for a proper long term solution, like it would be good if you know there was someone or a brand streaming every meet using adverts you know people watch youtube videos and the the creator like makes revenue um through adverts it's super simple but yeah i don't know how it would work with streaming slightly different and the other thing i i I hope happens is not just to focus on d1 but focus there's some good racers in d2 and d3 put them on on the map as well 100 percent. yeah definitely Yeah, so branching off of watching running in general, whether it's on FlowTrack or whatever websites you're using, what do you like to do in your spare time? Like, what are your hobbies? Yeah. I'm a huge uh, football fan, or as we call it here, soccer. Oh, I'm nice. A, I'm a huge yeah. top, Totten fan. Cool. But uh, yeah, and I love watch, uh, watching old TV shows and old movies and there's a place that we, a movie theater we have where every Tuesday night for five bucks, they show old movies. Wow. Cool. Uh, that's so, cool. So I've seen stuff like Poltergeist and uh, when Harry Met Sally and all these old, old ones. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Very nice. So um, who, are your, who are your sports teams? I'm sure everyone's curious. Yeah. Uh, my biggest one is Totten. I'm a huge Totten fan. They got a so, huge, huge win today, right? Yeah, they Just did. Just now? Yeah. Cool. How did you know that? I saw a post about it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the one time you see an English football post, it <laughs> comes in perfect. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah, 3-2 in injury my friend, time. My friend Thomas Stein, we, we kid him a lot because he looks a lot like Harry Kane. Really? Does he yeah. talk like him as well? Talk like him. Yeah, he looks like him. Yeah. So he, uh, he, uh, I call him for his nickname, Harry Kane, and he calls me uh, Garrett Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bale. Did, yeah. did Bale end up coming back to Tottenham? I don't think he did. No. Yeah. Wow, true. I mean, I, lost me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you had your good fact, though. You had your good fact about the win. I was, I I was impressed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. Um. And uh, so are you able to watch the matches then from England? Obviously, they'd probably be yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the night, mostly Friday yeah. nights, Saturday yeah. nights. Peacock or USA Network. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Have you ever have you ever been over to England? Is that like a lifetime goal? Go and watch a Tottenham match yeah, yeah. to London? My, my, my bucket list for England is London, Manchester. Birmingham, Newcastle, and Tottenham. Yeah, that'd be sweet. 
Birmingham's not too far from uh, where where I was born, so I'll see you over there one day, Rubis. Yeah. Yeah, you got a place to stay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm known, I'm known in 13 different countries, so it's like I got places to stay all over the Yeah, world. that is pretty cool. Anyway, I I think we've pretty much covered most of what we planned on talking about in this podcast. Um, if there's anything you want to say, if there's anything you've got to say to, you know, maybe the, the younger generation who are coming through, any inspirational words of wisdom, um, now's your moment. But yeah, go for it. Um, ooh, this is a tough one for me. Because there's a lot of phrases I used to say to my runners while they're running. Um, It like it it ain't no walk in the park or uh, the one that I live live by. A couple I live by phrases I live by is um, one is from Gabe Grinwald. Oh yeah, if you go past the edge and. You go past the limit and over the edge and you're laying on the ground on the track. You know you've done a good workout. And then my phrase I look by that I made up is the harder the workout, the better I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, afterwards. Afterwards. So people look at me like, you like the Michigan workout? Are you nuts? I'm like, that's my favorite workout of all times. Is the Michigan what mile mile tempo 1200 mile tempo 800 yeah. mile tempo 400 that it's it's 1600 2k off the track a tempo off the track 1200 on the track 2k tempo off the track 800 on the track 2k tempo off the track and 400 all off wow Thank yeah that. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I learned it from Willis and I love it to death. Wow. Yeah. How often do you do that one? Um, as much as I can, or if, if it's in my workout plans from my different coaches that I have each week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, What, what kind of is your, um, just quickly, I know we kind of said, we talked about everything, but I remember probably a year ago, you asked me to coach you for a week. Um, so you mentioned it just now. Are you pretty much every week you're coached by a different person? Is that kind yeah. of the goal you've got with it? Yeah, yeah. And I've got a few uh, few coaches that I have in mind that are like my 2022 goals. Yeah. To have. Like your coach is one of them. Nice. Cool. Jay. Yeah. Uh, uh, both of the BYU coaches, the Oregon coach uh wisconsin coach the uh old miss coach yeah yeah nice um and speaking of oregon do you plan on trying to get out this year to go and watch the trials uh, or meet some probably people can't. i probably can't can't but i would love to because i get to meet all my different yeah. pro- different countries yeah yeah oh you know, i'm a huge gregerson uh, gregerson fan so it's like oh dang it yeah ryan Gregson, Brian yeah. and his wife, yeah, yeah, Jen, Jen. Yeah, I almost, I almost went to their wedding. Really? Yeah, they had they 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 wanted me there, and I just said it was too much money to get over yeah. there. Australia yeah. is tough. It's so far away from everything. Like, 
I mean, it's a, it's a great place, but very hard to get to, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Melbourne's on my bucket list to go see. Yeah. yeah. Go and train with Stewie. And Gregerson. Yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. Cool. Um, cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I think, yeah, we really have covered pretty much everything that we had, we had kind of to cover. Um, thanks very much for coming on here and taking the time to have a chat with us. I'm sure everyone out there will have enjoyed kind of hearing your, hearing your perspective um, on all things running life. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. We appreciate you. Yeah. Good luck this weekend. Thank, Thank you. you, Rubis. Good luck with your training. We'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone.